On today's show, how to get the most from your live streams. This is 30 Minute Music Marketing. 30 Minute Music Marketing. For musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Hi, I'm Greg. Hello, and I'm Sheldon, and this is 30 Minute Music Marketing, the show for independent artists and DIY musicians who want to get better at marketing their music during a lockdown. Yes, it's very much lockdown at the moment. It is. I don't think it's going to be um, unlocked for at least another couple of weeks yet. But if that's for everybody's safety, Greg, then that's fine. Yeah, it's it's certainly, even I'm starting to suffer from cabin fever and I live in this house all the time. You do, you do. But um, because we're still on lockdown and because the, the wonders of streaming and the internet are now at its most ripe for uh, DIY musicians, we thought we'd dedicate today's episode in getting the most out of your live streamed gigs from your living room, from your spare room, from your shed. Everybody seems to be doing it. So, it, you know, we think it's a, it's a good idea maybe to discuss not just doing it, but how to get the most out of it. Because it's, it's, a, it's a very big opportunity. You've got a, a captive audience. 25% of the world are on lockdown. They're sat down in the front room. They're sat beside their device you can be streaming to that device, to them. You'll never have a more captive audience. So let's make the most of it, shall we, Greg? Yes. So, Sheldon, what platform do you stream to? Because there are quite a few. There are. And when you think about your popularity in terms of how popular you are on each one of the social networks, there's something to be said that if you're popular on one platform, it could be Facebook, it could be Instagram, then all you necessarily do is you can just stream to your biggest audience. The, 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 you know, there's something to be said for that. Yeah. There's also something to be said for using one of these services that allows um, that external service to go into OBS or whatever sort of broadcasting software you might be using it and then redistribute it to multiple platforms at the same time. Now, there's, there's, you know, there's a couple of bouts. Uh, the one that I use at the moment is called Restream, and maybe we can put actually that uh, Restream in the, in the show notes. They have a free service, which is pretty good. Now, um, I think for free, you can stream for something daft, like up to 30 different sort of platforms at once, most of which I'll have to confess I've never heard of. <laughs> but you know they're probably bigger in you know it's not necessarily meant for musicians i think the service primarily started as being for gamers and obviously uh, musicians can hop onto the back of these things but for free i can um stream from obs to twitch right. to uh periscope which is just basically uh, twitter and also i can stream to my personal facebook page should I wish to do that? And I can do all that simultaneously from the one stream from my computer for free. Now, you can't argue with that. No. If you want to stream to your uh, banned Facebook page, however, then that's, when the, uh, that's oh. when the money comes in. I think it starts at $16 a month. And I think for that, um, the benefits of going paid is you can, get, you can pay to get a, you know, a custom lower third 
made so it looks a, a little bit sort of more professional do you know what i mean by lower third greg yeah yeah, yeah i know what you're saying yeah okay it's uh, well maybe for the benefit of the home just for the, the bottom third part of the screen you can maybe put your own sort of custom graphics uh, and also as well what it, what it um the the paid for platform aggregates all the comments on all your different platforms so if people are sending messages on uh youtube um if they're sending messages on, on facebook and twitter they all come in under the main sort of stream so you can actually you've almost like you can you can reply to all those and comment up, uh, upon all those from the uh, from the main sort of twitch uh, not sort of twitch uh, restream dashboard yeah. so again it could well be that you consider maybe 16 pounds or like 16 dollars uh, a month that that might be within your budget you might consider that a, a service i think to be worth paying for the 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 functionality that it offers versus the time it saves you know for the cost i think ultimately is yeah if you well, this is it. if you've got a, if you've got a modest audience on youtube if you've got a modest audience again on on lots of certain, you know platforms it doesn't really make sense just to restrict it to one and you know it may well be that you, you squirt it out to everywhere if however you know you've got 90% of the people on social media on just one platform, which is maybe sort of say Facebook. Yeah. And maybe Facebook is all you necessarily need to stream to. The one thing I will say is that, as I said, there's a couple of uh, different uh, services similar to Restream. I think BeLive is one of them. I don't think any of them seem to connect OBS to a, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, Instagram. Right. Instagram is quite funny in that it's at the moment at least it tends to be hardwired to your phone. I have found one service which is free, which is called yellowduck.tv. Again, we'll, we'll stick that in the uh, in the show notes. And what that does is that connects up with OBS and enables you to stream from your computer to uh, just Instagram alone. The one thing it does need though, is it does need your username and your password. Are you necessarily okay giving your Instagram password to a company you don't necessarily know that well? That's the only downside, I think. I'm, sh I'm sure there's absolutely nothing untoward uh, about giving your password to someone else. But again, there are sec certain security implications if yeah. uh, you go down that particular route. But that might be something, again, if you've got a massive uh, following on Instagram and you don't necessarily want to use just your phone and you do want to use your external microphone yeah. or an interface so you can uh, plug um, DI, your acoustic in there, and you want that facility rather than just using the onboard mic on your phone, yellowduck.tv might be the platform for you. You'd need to change your password because, you know, it's ultimately if you're like you know a lot of people you use the same password for everything i would um, I, I would never do that of, of course Greg. but yes that might be a good uh, option as in once you've finished using that particular service then go in and change your password just so there are yeah. no security implications so there are obviously quite a lot of streaming options as you've just uh, talked about yes at least suggested ways to be able to utilize as many of them at the same time so when is the best time to go live? Well, that's uh, a very good question because everybody's <laughs> audience 
will be slightly sort of different. For most people in terms of, uh, I've gone into various, as admin, gone into various people's sort of social networks. And what used to happen is, what, do you remember when, you know, we all had jobs and people went to, to offices and places of work and then came home? You remember yeah. that, don't you, Greg? That is, uh, those there were hedonistic times. Hedonistic a, dim and, days. A, a dim and distant memory. So it used to be sometime in the evening for, you know, for, for yeah. most people, that was when you're, the majority of your audience would be online. Not necessarily. I, um, I know a couple of um, musicians whose uh, fan bases are of a, a, an older persuasion, shall we say 50 plus, and their audience seemed to congregate online around about 3 to 4 p.m. for some strange reason. So what I would normally say is it would normally be sometime uh, in the evening. That could be different on lockdown because one could argue it may well be that everyone's at home and everybody's not yeah. sort of doing anything. But I think logistically, sometime in the evening will probably be best because even if people are home, they may well be homeschooling their little ones or yeah. actually technically working from home uh, during the day if there's some sort of office work. So it may well be that sometime in the evening, it, you know, it's going to be beneficial. In order to fine tune that, what might be a good idea is run some sort of poll on your social networks yeah. and say, uh, I'm thinking of going live tonight is seven o'clock or eight o'clock or maybe eight o'clock or nine o'clock better for you. And, you know, do a bit of uh, do a bit of audience research. So in order you can you can fine tune that and get it to the uh, the sweet spot, shall we say, Greg? So in terms of have you with the stuff that you're doing? Yes. When are you doing yours? Uh, I'm doing uh, my uh, schedule. Well, I, I generally tend to go at seven o'clock, but in some respects that's because that's better for me as an individual because I still have to sit and. Uh, stop and start the uh, OBS stream manually. Right. So, so that, you know, that, that, that's just me. But that, that does also seem to be at a time that suits my audience uh, as well. So in terms of, do you still promote these things in, in, in a traditional way? You, you, know? you certainly do. Now, here's something. I was on a, um, I was on a, a, a Facebook uh, group for um, sort of uh, independent musicians and somebody uh, again this is just anecdotal somebody said they'd gone live uh, twice recently the first time they didn't uh, do any sort of promotion they just did that thing whereby i'm a bit bored now i'll i'll go yeah. live didn't bother telling anybody uh, apparently three people uh, showed up to the live stream the second time they did the traditional thing of actually publicizing it, made sure that their audience was aware, 600 people turned up. And again, that's, that's sort of anecdotal, but it, it at least illustrates the, the difference that you can make. So, the, so let's think of it as any other gig. You know, it might be a gig in your living room, but let's think of it like any other gig. So the more you promote it, the, the more uh, chance that there will be that uh, people are there. So first thing you can do is a uh, Facebook event. And even if you do these weekly, let's start creating individual Facebook events each and every week. Uh, Facebook has now um, got a very good um, live uh, tab slash interface i don't know whether it might actually be worth sharing my screen at the moment he said hmm. having never done such a thing hopefully this this might appear on your uh... we're using zoom aren't we we are using zoom now then greg can you see 
Uh, yes, my... I can. I can see your your uh, schedule and your. Uh, so this is your bands. The only thing that's really funny is the fact that I'm so you know I'll be there trying to you know scroll through the page thinking. It's like, yes, you can't scroll through the page, Greg, and neither can uh, the people at home. And obviously, if you listen to this on the podcast, you might have to go to our YouTube uh, version of the show. But if you normally, when you go to Facebook and you get options as in, or, you know, uh, do a post, upload a video, one of the buttons is live. And if you press live now, you get to this particular menu where you can go uh, live straight away. Or more importantly, you can schedule a live video at a date and time of your choosing and that will create a post sort of you know a, a notification post on your facebook wall which will allow people to even set themselves a reminder because i think facebook is realizing that more people are using software such as obs what it generally tends to do is it sees how people uses the platform and uh, how external companies use the platform and then basically robs the best ideas for itself so you can even get uh, an embed code for your uh, if you if you're going live on facebook so you can even have a like a, a page on your website which That's will allow you to, cool. yeah, this is it. And so um, you get uh, the option there to get your streaming key again if, if you're using sort of OBS. So there's plenty of um, different op uh, ways. That I like the can... fact it says that they're valid for seven days. Yes. So once you start to preview the broadcast, you can have up to five hours to go live. And, uh, you know, your, your audience will get a notification that you're going live. You'll get a, a reminder as well, just to say, <clears throat> don't forget, you're going live in half an hour, sunshine. Right, let's, uh, let, let's come out of there. So Facebook events, you can put it as a gig on your website. You can send an email to your mailing list to say, right, Monday night, 7 o'clock, I'm going live from my living room or live from a kitchen, live from my shed. Make sure you let people know that way. Uh, bands in town has had to pivot. and um, Bands in home. Bands at home, you can notify your followers on that particular platform that you are about to do a live stream. Uh, on your Instagram stories, you can have a countdown sticker to uh, give people a real-time countdown till, uh, till when you go live. So, so there's, there's, there's lots of things that you can do. And obviously, whichever uh, social media platforms that you are on, you can just do intermittent posts uh, from you know, the time of maybe you announcing the stream to actually when you go live. So I've seen that these uh, virtual tip jars. Yes. Explain, give me a little bit more information. How do they work? Well, it'd be nice if uh, you could actually get paid for all the stuff that you're doing online for people. There's a couple of different uh, uh, providers for such things, I'm very much a fan of the path of least resistance. And I think the easiest one to do is uh, a paypal.me um, URL. Uh, that facility, if you go to paypal.me, that gives you the uh, ability to get your own unique PayPal URL rather than having to use your email address. Did I ever tell you the time, Greg, that um, uh, I got somebody to pay me for something via PayPal, uh, via my email address, and I gave them the wrong spelling of my email address. And they basically paid the person with a version of my email address uh, about £13, and I never saw that money again. <laughs> I emailed the person with the actual um, misspelt email and just said, um, you just sent some money that was meant for me. You couldn't possibly give it me. I never heard from them again. <laughs> 
Was so. there anything to do with um, Kickstarter or anything like? Uh, no, it, it wasn't. It was just uh, some funds that I was uh, I was going to have coming my way, just a modest amount, and you know. I could have asked for the money again, but I just thought, let's write that down to a bad experience. So something like a PayPal me. So for example, you Greg could have paypal.me forward slash Greg HM, for example. Or maybe your, you know, your band or your 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 professional artist name. And you could use that within the main body of your uh, of your sort of your stream, and you could use that whenever you're going live to say to people, you know, and you can mention it during the stream. You can just say, you know, if you can help me out, if you can throw a couple of dollars or a couple of pounds my way, yeah. the, the link is in the uh, the title of the post. Have uh, you really is... seen people write this down on a chalkboard? Or on a yeah. The, the one thing I've seen is that people have used chalkboards and whiteboards, similar to the, to the way that I've got my, uh, my yearly calendar, although uh, my yearly calendar now, my wall planner, <laughs> that's been up the wall. <laughs> but the one thing I've noticed is that um, it could well be that I'm just going a little bit blind uh, and I do need my glasses. I think the glasses are, uh, are downstairs. But I, I can never read these things. So I, I think your audience at home, because people forget that 90% of people who will be watching your stream yeah. will be watching it on a mobile device. And I just think scrolling your PayPal link in you know on a chalkboard that might be on a wall some distance behind you is going to be uh, it's going to be quite um Ill, not necessarily illegible but difficult to read for a lot of people so if you put it in the actual uh title of your uh, your live stream just well, so whenever anybody logs on <laughs> it's there front and center and you know periodic reminders throughout your stream as to you know, this is the reason why i'm doing this you know i'm you know, trying to raise myself a bit of cash even just you know a pound or a dollar and, and the thing is if you know if you've got 600 people watching your stream or 300 people or even 50 people if each one of those people gave you one dollar or one pound every time you went on you know that can soon uh, that can soon add up yeah <clears throat> um the only thing i was going to say was uh, well, I was going to add is that at least if you've got a link, it makes it a lot, lot easier to encourage people rather than, you know, having to try and remember those details on a phone, type them in correctly. You know, to me, that's just far too much effort. Yeah. And I, I think I think the, the next thing I wanted to say is give yourself when you're actually going live a short snappy sort of title don't title your live stream this is me going live from my kitchen I'll, I'll be playing songs from queen and from from taylor swift just go so you know friday night live with me or whatever and then put your paypal link the one thing you don't want is a long list of yeah. text because what tends to happen is with long um post titles certain especially facebook uh, platforms will hide things that's below the fold so you don't necessarily want your your paypal.me url below that fold and not actually visible to anybody who might be uh, who might be uh, logging on or catching your live stream so looking at you've mentioned here um, i am referring to notes as you put that, so much so am i hustle that link what do you mean hustle that link so if you've got an additional person in the room with you it could be your spouse it could be your significant other you know it could even be one of your children who are probably more adept to the social networking thing than you and if you can 
once you go live, you you know you'll be uh, given a particular stream, or you may well be get given a, a specific sort of URL, rather than just having yourself, rather than just broadcasting to your immediate fan base. If you can have somebody spreading that live URL to as many relevant places as possible, then you're going to increase your available audience. So it may well be that you want to post that URL. It's, again, we'll always use Facebook as an example, but to your personal Facebook page rather than your artist or the fan page. So it may well be that all your friends and family will have the option of watching you during your live stream. If you are members of any, uh, for example, musical Facebook groups, um, I'm a member of, of a few of those, so it may well be that you want to necessarily post them in there. So there's there's one like not like for, for ourselves around here. There's not is it Northwest Bands and Gigs? Yeah, so that's, like that's, that. that's a relevant one. So any uh, any sort of group that you may well be a uh, a member of and a you know a valued contributor of. Don't go spamming away, but have somebody post that link in there because. It, it is funny the amount of people who will hop on and start joining a, a live stream just because it's, it's live and it's happening now. And, you know, there is a certain frisson, shall I say, Greg, that, you know, there is a certain amount of excitement and interest. If something is happening, you know, people are interested in is stuff that's happening live and right away. So, you know, if you try and share the link after the event, you probably won't get as much of a take up or as much of an interest as if somebody is there now trying to post your link to as many relevant places as possible as it's actually happening. So you mentioned doing things after the stream and you mentioned possibly not a good one to do after the stream. What is a good thing to do after you've done your stream? Well, it, it's whenever I, for example, have a gig, there's a certain amount of uh, post sales TLC, uh, shall we say? It's a bit like you know, if um, if you buy a car, the uh, the car dealership will be contacting you. They'll you know they'll probably ring you up um, a week or so after you bought it, saying is everything going okay? And they'll they'll send you um, emails after the event going, oh, you know, in maybe in six months' time, as in, oh, do you need a service and, and those sorts of things. But as soon as you've done uh, your gig. Um, on whatever format it is, maybe you know it, it's now a Facebook video, or maybe it's been archived to YouTube. Again, contact your mailing list, send them you know the um, the video of of said event. Say, oh, if you missed it, don't worry, you can still watch it here on Catch Up. It may well be that you can, if it's on something like Facebook again, it may well be that lots of new people have necessarily watched you for the first time and maybe you know click like or uh, a, give a heart and you can go in there and maybe invite to like all those new people and again you, you can necessarily go into the comments after the event if you've not had obviously time to do that during the stream because you've been playing or you've been singing so you know it's a good opportunity to uh, to uh, interact with yeah. anyone who's, who's left a comment so you know if any if, if someone's been nice enough to leave a comment to you you know it, it's good practice that that you can go in there and say oh so you know thanks very much for uh, for watching I'll, you know if you like that you can maybe point them to uh, maybe somewhere where you you know your music streaming online or you can just say don't forget i'll be doing all this at the same time uh, same place next week so could, i'm just going to say also as well greg you could necessarily clip 
your favourite bit. So it may well be that you can just take either an entire song or maybe a chorus from a song and from that clip you can post it out to differing sort of social networks to say, oh, I had a lot of fun on my live stream. Oh, yeah. this, you know, this was, uh, this was my favourite song or this was the one that got the, uh, the most uh, crowd feedback just to let other people on other social networks know uh, what's going on. And you could also spend a little bit of money and whatever you know platform you might be on, you could run some maybe some paid traffic to try and get people who don't necessarily know who you are. You could get them just to at least have a look at it and you know, not necessarily uh, spending uh, hundreds of pounds, but even, you know, even if you just throw a, a couple of quid to get you know more people to uh, to see it because it could well be that your live stream has had quite a few views and that social proofing might be the one thing that tips them over to get somebody to to look at this video when maybe they necessarily wouldn't give you new uh, I won't necessarily say the time of day but you know they're more likely to watch something that's had a, a good number of views than sure. a video that's uh, that's not had that much in the way of views. The one thing I, I did me uh, forget to say is. Uh, this is specifically about Instagram, and maybe I, I, I neglect uh, Instagram, and maybe should concentrate more on that as uh, as a platform. If you're going live uh, on your phone, you can invite people to join uh, you live. And I don't know whether you've ever seen it. So normally, what will happen is you've got the uh, the portrait version of you yeah. on your phone, so you'll have a nine sixteen sort of ratio. You can invite people in to join you on your screen, and then you'll you'll be at the top and they'll be at the bottom. So you, you could invite a fan, you could invite a fellow musician, but one of the reasons why you might want to invite somebody in is that if they join your live stream, their followers will be notified that the person that they follow has joined live stream. So if you bring uh, another musician on and they've got 5,000 followers on Facebook, then they, those 5,000 people will get a notification that the person that they follow is now on with you so that's a great way for you to tap into somebody else's audience yeah that's good very good so a lot of things to kind of for our watchers and listeners to get their teeth and hands into and the one thing i would say as well is that try and make it a regular thing maybe on the regular on the same day and at the same time and it you become an appointment in somebody's somebody's calendar somebody's time of the week you know so so my band do a uh, a pub quiz which is mondays at 7 p.m and i've just sort of scheduled that now uh, on our uh, social media and a few people have said oh this is the highlight of my week you know and i look forward to mondays because i know of a monday that they're going to get that little bit of content from me and i just think if you have the opportunity to become part of somebody's week week in week out yeah. that's a you know that that's a great anchor that you can have in uh, in somebody's life especially at this <clears throat> particular time when people need as much entertainment and as much of a distraction as possible and if you can be that distraction and if you if you can use the scenario that we're in at the moment to get ever closer to your audience at home it's a it, it's an opportunity that you shouldn't uh, pass by if you can if you can possibly help it so, going slightly off script. Carry on, uh, carry on. Let's let's throw the script out the window. There we go. Are you going to continue? At, what's been the reaction to your pub quiz? And will you continue it when things get back to normal? It's funny enough. Um, I just I I 
in my uh, group's WhatsApp, um, I posted a little screenshot of one of the people saying, oh, you know, I really look forward to Mondays because I, I really look forward to the pub. And somebody, you know, one of the band members uh, messaged back and just said, we should continue this after all this is over. And I think that's, that makes, you know, you make a very good, that makes a, a very good sort of point. So, yeah, I, I think people should try and, whatever they do now, if they do it on a regular basis, they should extend this yeah. beyond the, uh, the, the lifetime of the lockdown because because as i say you know if it, if it's if you're providing something that, that somebody wants exactly. and if it's really bringing pleasure to people then then if you've got the time and the resources to enable you to carry that on then then carry on doing it for for as long as you possibly can yeah well, so that has been today's episode. What are your thoughts? Remember to smash that subscribe button and ring that bell because that way you get notified of every new episode that we do. And also it encourages us to continue doing this and providing this wonderful, valuable service. It, it does indeed. And so uh, I've upped the production values at my end, which you won't be able to uh, notice on the podcast, although you might. I'm using a condenser microphone and I bought myself a, a lovely little um, light ring. Which is, you've got one of, the, got one of the, the ring ones. I've got one of the rings. I've gone professional. It's not sort of, it's not 100% in the middle of my face, but my, my uh, workstation is incredibly untidy, Greg. So in terms of the funny thing is, you've gone for the light and the uh, microphone. Yeah. Yes. I've gone for a table lamp and natural light and i'm just using the microphone on my macbook so you know well it's it, it it's yeah. the part is it, i think at this moment in time it's just doing something whatever equipment you have to hand and again for some people resources might be at a stretch so don't worry about necessarily the, the don't get too hung up about the quality of these things it's just it's just participating it's just joining in and i think you know the majority of people will probably be quite forgiving if your production values aren't necessarily 100 percent you know it doesn't matter just the fact that you are taking the time out to yeah. perform and entertain other people i think i think most people will will really appreciate that so so now's the time to double down on your live streams Mm -hmm. And the thing is, though, in terms of like, if you are using like an iPad or an iPhone, possibly to some extent, you can get some interfaces that will work via Lightning. Yes, uh, very much I, so. You know, um, Apogee makes, um, I think Antelope Audio do some. I know Apogee definitely do because you can get the Duet for iPad. Or the, uh, yeah. And I think I think as long as your in interface is USB compliance, I think you might be able to get a USB a lightning adapter and I, I know i have seen a lot of a um, lot of interfaces that say that you know uh, yeah, as, 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 long, as long as your device has got a usb driver for, for your audio right it be will do one as a focus right will do one of the cheaper ones for mm. and for about a hundred pound and then you can go up to thousands if you want so yes you can utilize the stuff that you've got and for a modest outlay improve things but as sheldon said you know you've got to determine whether that's it's not always necessary right from the start 
No, and I, I've um, I'm using a condenser mic to uh, to record this, and it may well, it, it, you know, it, it will. It, that's only because I've just got a condenser mic to hand. I, I, I even myself, I can't justify the expense of spending a hundred pounds on a mic. So if you've got maybe a little bit of kit knocking around that you might be able to cobble together to improve your setup, then that's fine. If not, just go with that uh, phone device. It's probably working better than you you might appreciate so there you go well they that is today's episode we will see you same time same places uh, his place my place uh next week so thanks very much cheers everyone take care stay bye. safe bye bye